Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sci-Fi Watcher, episode number 211 on this beautiful Thursday night, wherever you are. Glad you're listening. As we cover another Rick and Morty adventure, I'm Corey Charette, and Mr. Brian Lee is joining me. How's it going, Brian? Good to be here. Good to be here talking about Rick and Morty. Uh, yeah, I can't get enough of this stuff. I'm getting I'm getting hooked. I'm getting jonesing for some more. Ah, uh, it makes me it makes me feel all warm and fuzzy. Oh, uh, the warm and fuzzies. We get the warm and fuzzies. <laughs> all right. I guess we should talk about it. The name of the is episode that? is M. Night Shamalians. Shamalians? Shamalians. Go to the show notes. You'll see what I'm talking about. Episode four, season one, episode four total. January 13th, 2014, written by Tim Kaufman, directed by Jeff Myers. Love this. Love this simulation stuff. Love it. I do. I, it's like the holodeck on steroids. And the fact that Rick knows he's in the holodeck on steroids. Right. Well, Rick doesn't. More, yeah, Rick does. but more, And he thinks Morty's not real. But, you know, it's. Uh, but everyone else is acting weird. I mean, it, it. I love how this episode just goes straight into it because it starts with you know Beth just walking out to her car, mm-hmm. talking like an android, and you're like, okay, what's wrong there? Yeah, and everyone's acting weird. It's... Yeah. But, yeah, and of course, only only Rick knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. And of course, Rick is uh, uh, Morty's the best student in class because in math, five times nine is at least forty. At least 40, you're so right, Morty. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love how Rick comes and grabs them, and they go get in the shower and get undressed because the aliens don't like to see them naked. Yes. It's just funny. I mean, that's just so bizarre and off the wall, and I love it. Yeah, it, it, it was hilarious. And, of course, then they always have, like, a B story, and Jerry. we find out Jerry's also in the simulator, and he's such an idiot. He doesn't even realize anything. And he thinks it's, it's in heaven for him. <laughs> well, that well. First of all, they even put the power down to five percent in that section and put it on autopilot. And he, he's in the car. Oh, at this that point. Oh yeah, yeah. They find out there's another human in there, and they say, "Oh, put him in an area on autopilot with five percent power." So he's got the five percent power going, but they put like music on in the car, and it's human music, and it just makes a bunch of beeping, bopping noises. I love that. He's like, hmm, human music. I like it. Yeah. And people are like walking into trees and walls and flickering and multiple of the same people. I love that. And he has no idea. He's oblivious. Yeah. And I, and I love how Rick says that they're in a simulator with Morty and he shows a Pop-Tart living inside a toaster and driving a smaller toaster with wheels. And a toaster oven garage. Yeah. Why would a Pop-Tart live in a toaster? <laughs> <laughs> uh, old lady walking a cat. Uh, a bun between two dogs. I mean, this is hilarious stuff. It's so just it lo- it's I just love it. Um, I love how the aliens are called Zigerians, which is kind of like Nigerian scammers, mm-hmm. you know. That was that was a smart smart wording for that. Yeah. Just change one letter. And I, I love all this is all going on because th- these Zigerians want the recipe for dark matter from Rick. Right. Um I can't believe how simple it is, though. <laughs> I love, I love that. That was so smartly written too. And I love how Jerry sells his uh, "Hungry for Apples" pitch, which is just a ripoff of "Got Milk," right? And he's like, "I'm going to go home and make love to my wife," <laughs> and it's <laughs> yes, and she's like, "Yes, yes." Mm-hmm. It's just very awkward. <laughs> like you don't notice your wife is very stiff and acting unusual. 
Doesn't move, yeah. Yeah, a little kind of weird for me. Just a little bit. But I like how Rick and Morty do the wrapping thing and lock up the system before it reboots and they got to get the hell out of there the best they can. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Overtax the system. Yeah, they get to the they get to the edge of the simulator. And of course we found out that's part of the the, the Zygerians plans. Mm-hmm. I just I thought I just thought this was so great. There was something that was happening there that was kind of weird when when Morty when Rick and Morty were grabbing the the CPUs, they started being all playful and stuff. And I thought, what's going on here? Did you think that too? It was a little awkward. I would say it was a little awkward. I don't know why that was it kind of like distracted me a little bit watching them like Okay, why are they acting like this? <laughs> They're being all playful and stuff. I thought they were like drunk or, uh, I don't know, stunned. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, but yeah, I, I love the fact that they think they escaped and they're still inside the simulator. Yeah. Uh, and of course, the main guy is David Cross. The voice is, he's voiced by David Cross. Yes. He has a perfect voice. Um, and he's like, you're duped. You're in a simulator inside a simulator on a ship. <laughs> but it's funny because they said they didn't want the recipe for dark matter. They've had it for a while. They just wanted the code to a safe. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, do they really need the code to a safe, or was that just a was that just a mulligan? I don't know. What was it? I don't know. That was the thing because they didn't like race to Earth to to get his in his safe. I'm thinking that's probably where the recipe would be hidden. It's hidden in the butthole flaps. Is where it's hidden. <laughs> uh, I love that one character where she's making the she's telling him his schedule and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, can you just bump that up? Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> and Jerry gets the Appley Award, which he never heard of till that morning. Right. It was just created for him. Then of course he finds out, ta-da! He's in a simulation with Rick and Morty. He's in a simulation. It's like times three, though. It's oh. a simulation inside a simulation kind of simulation. It reminds me of the second episode. That we saw. Yeah, it was. We were doing the. Uh, it's the uh, inception. Inception. Yeah. It's the inception of the the simulators. So it's a little borrowing from the past episode doing that, because they went deeper and deeper, you know. Mm-hmm. But the uh, did you did you expect to find out that that things weren't what they appeared to be at this point when Rick finds I, out what's really going on? I think so. I mean, I when I was originally watching, I was like, something's not right here. You know, so they gave a little hint, but I didn't really. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I just kind of threw it away. Mm-hmm. But I, I love how how Rick tells Morty, "Hey, this is what we need to to make dark matter," and he gets all the stuff, and he's starting to pour it together. And then they're like, "Uh, yeah, okay, okay, thanks. We got the recipe. We're gonna send you guys back to Earth." And then you know, I like I love how uh, Jerry's like, uh, "Oh no, I don't believe it. They doped you or whatever like that." And Rick's like, "Uh huh, whatever." All of a sudden, they mix their ingredients and the ship explodes. Boom! <laughs> I'm like, "Wow!" Always one step ahead. That was that was smart. Like, yep, yeah, the big the big middle finger to them. Well, I knew something was up because when he was in there with Jerry in the ship, he wasn't freaking out. He was just like, "Oh well," you know. Yeah. That was the best. That was great. I love that he he duped them the whole time. Classic Rick. Mm-hmm. And of course, we had an after credits scene too. What is the significance of that Baker Street music? Because it came on, and I'm like, "What do you think the significance is?" I don't know if there's a significance. Jerry Rafferty okay. wrote it. It's Baker Street. Na, 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 na. I have no clue. It's a good song. I just don't know. 
It was playing throughout the episode. Yeah, I don't know what the so. reason behind that was. Yeah. I guess we have to look up with, if there's some significance to that song. Like, what's the meaning behind the song? Yeah. But like at the end, we Jerry gets fired for his hungry for apples thing. Yeah, he gets to make his real pitch, and it's it goes exactly like you think. They're just like you're fired. And I love his little line of the you know how does a guy like that go home and have sex with his wife? I love that. <laughs> of course, go, Rick, Rick drunk Rick goes wakes up Morty to, to threaten him with a knife to see if he's actual simulation before he passes out. That went too dark. I I was like, whoa, whoa! They went way too dark there. Well, he was kind of he was kind of getting um um manipulated. I, I was going to use something else, but he got manipulated. He wasn't sure what was real and what wasn't, so he's trying to cover his bases, I guess. Yeah. But he I, always has to go back to Morty and say, Morty, are you real? Morty, Morty. But yeah, this this was another great episode. I uh, haven't had a bad episode yet. No, and they're all different. That's what I like. I think it's, like I said, it's fresh ideas, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know how long they've been cooping up this series, you know, as far as episodes and ideas go, but I'm loving it. Loving yeah. every episode. Yeah, I am too. I and, and, everyone's, and every week it's a different person writing it too, so... I just don't know. It's just so so much fun. This is just so much fun here. And of course, that's it for this week's episode. Uh, Brian, where can we find you online? Uh, you can always find me on Twitter or Instagram. It's Brian Says. And of course, you can find us at sayproductions.com slash sci-fi watcher. We've got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, we just finished the Night Flyers novella, and we're still working on Night Flyers by doing the 1987 film this coming Tuesday. We got Doctor Who episodes that come out on Mondays, Orville on Wednesdays, and of course, Rick and Morty, always on Thursdays. Catch us live, 8 p.m. Eastern, 12 midnight UTC for our full episode when we talk about the Night Flyers movie. That's Monday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern. Sayproductions.com slash live is the link right to the live stream. So head on over there right now, bookmark it for future reference. You can always email us about anything we talk about, Rick and Morty, Doctor Who, whatever. Sci-Fi Watcher at sayproductions.com. Or drop us a voicemail, 774-327-2948. That's 774-32-SAY-IT. I want to thank everyone out there for downloading this week's episode. And until next time, hope you have a good one.